What's going on, guys? Your boy Elroy here, and welcome to the first episode of 2021. YBE MMA is back. Happy New Year, guys. I am so glad to be here today. Oh, last week's show was so refreshing to talk about all the great stuff that happened in 2020. You know, we did have the pandemic. It was a really rough year on us, probably mentally a lot of us kind of checked out. Um, but I do think the MMA was a bright spot. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are the MMA was a bright spot for you as well. Um, so I am grateful that you are here. Thank you so much for joining us on this first episode of 2021. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, leave a review on your preferred podcast platform that you listen to us on. It helps to show a five-star rating. That also helps to show. But if you tell people what you like about the show, that's even better. Um, honestly, I'm coming into the, today with not much to cover you know we could i would love to preview the year but in all honesty next week we're back to our schedule uh week after week after week mma cards and that's what i'm really looking forward to like it uh big fights of course that's always fun but honestly just always having something to watch is what I love so much about this sport. And it really, really has been hard these last few weeks. You know, last week we got lucky because, you know, we just covered the year. You know, I I loved it. Uh, thank you so much once again, Pash, for joining us. It's always one of my favorite shows to talk about what happened throughout the year. But times like this where we have a lull is tough but i have a strict rule no days off so i have a small show for you guys just to talk about a few things so some stuff that we missed and some stuff that i love that i found on a uh on maybe my new favorite instagram account numbers mma uh let's just put a stamp on 2020 my favorite stats from 2020 uh i'll give you three most significant strikes landed bobby green i feel so bad because we did not talk about bobby green not once last week but if we went by quarterly mvp or half the year bobby green has to be up there most significant strikes landed Bobby Green with 346. Next fire stat, someone we also did not talk about, um, but deserves mentioning. Most control time, Bryce Mitchell, 23 minutes and 20 seconds. Bryce Mitchell had control. Him and Andre Feely was such a fantastic fight. I did not get to talk about that last week, but I would love to bring it up here. And then... Another great fact, another person that we did not talk about, Marab Divashwili, breaks Khabib's record by one with 27 takedowns. Wow. Those are some great stats. I cannot wait for all three of these guys to fight this year. You know, Bobby Green is 
on the back end of his career. But all those fights and all the time that he fought really put a spotlight on him. And I think that this year, even coming off of a loss, he's still coming in with a ton of momentum. Uh, Bryce Mitchell is someone who I expect fully within the next year, year and a half to be fighting for a UFC title. And then Marab as well. Marab is a problem. I think he is like small Khabib, to be honest. Like, let's just say it. Um, I think Marab is a better prospect than Islam Mahachev. That's just me. Um, you do with that what you want. Big news that came out last week as well. Obviously, we didn't talk about it last week. Because of the award show, I wanted to keep the show pretty positive. Hazmat Shemaev, uh, due to complications um, with COVID-19, unfortunate for him that he's going to have to miss his main event against Leon Edwards. That gets pushed back once again. Um, I'm not sure if it has a date yet. I want to say sometime in March we will see them, hopefully February. But the new main event for that card is Michael Chiesa against Neil Magny. I think that that's a great fight. It was the co-main event, gets the bump up to the main event. Uh, I think that that division is so stacked. It's crazy to think that these two guys, lower in the rankings, kind of middle of the pack, are able to main event a card. Yes, it is on a Wednesday, but I love that. I cannot wait to see this. I'm looking forward to that fight. Michael Chiesa versus Neil Magny. I would like to say congratulations to Mike Perry and his girlfriend, Latori Gonzalez, on the birth of their baby, Ocean Michael Perry. Congratulations, Mike. Um, you're someone who is a very, very controversial figure um i think that you are marketable but there's some things that i pray that this child really opens your eyes to becoming a better person and working on yourself a lot more i know you always talk about you know closing your circle really helped you and i hope that opening it up to this child really helps build you up as well because i know i grew up instantly once i became a father like, that kid who thought he was cool is gone. All I care about is being a father. And I pray that that happens with you because you have so much potential. And I'd hate to see it go to waste because you refuse to grow up. So congratulations. We did have some MMA last week. Uh, in Japan, something that uh, we don't talk nearly as much as we should about. But we had Ryzen 26. Their annual New Year's Eve event. How they bring in the New Year's. Uh, headlined by Kyo the returning Kyoji Horiguchi. Versus Kai Arsakara. For the Bantamweight title in Ryzen. Um, 2 minutes 48 seconds. Kyoji Horiguchi gets his revenge on Kai Asakara and takes him out. Um, do me a favor. Go and watch this fight. Like I said, it's only 2 minutes and 48 seconds. Or at least watch the clip. 
from the knockout to Kyoji's celebration. It's like one of the most wholesome things you'll ever see. Um, him, biggest smile on his face, and just yelling, yes, easy fight. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I wish they would have gave this guy a mic in the UFC, but he shows how great he is. Uh, Jorge Masvidal pegs him as the greatest fighter, the best fighter at American Top Team. So big, big words from probably the biggest star at that gym saying that Kyoji is the greatest fighter at that gym. Um, I'm excited because chances are we see him in Bellator at some point this year because they do have that, you know, uh, that crossover. I am really looking forward to see him fight in the United States again. He is a fantastic talent and not any fault of his own, uh, but the promotion he fights for doesn't throw nearly enough events for him to really uh, get up there. So I see them pushing him pretty hard and hopefully, you know, kind of getting him on US TV. Uh, we also saw Takenori Gomi get a victory on that card. Um, we had Ayaka Hamasaki get a finish on this card. This was a, a fantastic leg scissors choke. Um, who else notable was on this card? Oh, we had Tenshin Nasukawa on this card as well. Three round uh, unanimous decision. Come on, man. You're supposed to be like this great. Finish fights, man. Finish fights. That's what I want to see. Uh, but our next event we will be previewing next week will be uh, Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. Let's talk about some fight announcements real quick. Um, because there has been a decent amount of fight announcements this last few weeks. We, we stayed away from them last week. But uh, let's talk about some now. Starting off with uh, the person who had the knockout of the year, Joaquin Buckley against Alessio DiCirico. Now, I don't know why they couldn't do the James Krause fight, but listen, the more wins that Joaquin Buckley gets, the better. So he has to stay busy. I'm looking forward to seeing him fight once again. Moving on, uh, the rebooking of Alexander Pantoja versus Manil Cape. Then we move to the middleweight division, a incredible fight. Derek Brunson, uh, my upset of the year fighter, him defeating Edmund Shabazian versus um, my fighter of the year. Yeah. I don't think I said it last week, but Kevin Holland was my fighter of the year. Five wins. Um, fantastic, fantastic timing. Uh, just a hell of a schedule. Working his way up. Um, staying relevant. Kevin Holland, my fighter of the year last year. We finally get that fight. Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. We have Nikita Krylov versus Magomed Ankalaev. And then we finally... Have the booking. Dan Hooker versus Michael Chandler. Whew. 
This is what I'm looking forward to. This is the fight I want to see. Michael Chandler is the fighter I want to see. Just so happens he's going to fight against a guy who last year had two of the best fights of the year. One against Paul Felder and one against Dustin Poirier. Uh, Dan Hooker, this fight, oh, I expect a lot, man. I expect fireworks. I think Michael Chandler is more Eddie Alvarez than he is Ilwill Brooks. Why? How? How do I come up with this analogy? Will Brooks, you don't even think about his UFC career. He was almost nothing in the UFC. Eddie Alvarez was a champion. Both of these guys coming from Bellator. Michael Chandler, obviously, um, the biggest star in Bellator of all time. Don't at me. Um, I see big things for that man, and Dan Hooker gets to welcome him. I don't think there's anybody better. This should be a damn fantastic fight. Fight of the night on a card that is stacked. I'm looking forward to that. Then we finally have Jan Blahovich versus Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya. Oh, man. This is another one. Hose me down. Polish power against one of the greatest strikers in the UFC today. Ooh, this should be a damn war. We have a great fight at light heavyweight. Keeping the light heavyweight division busy, we have Johnny Walker versus Jimmy the Brute Crew. That should be a banger. We finally have the rebooking. These are a few rebookings right here. We have Kamaro Usman against Gilbert Burns, finally. Um, I heard a lot about Gilbert Burns. Obviously, one of my MVPs of the beginning of the year last year. He had a hell of a year um, earning himself a title shot. I think, and I, I agree, I mean, not that I think. This is something that I heard that I would like to bring up because I agree with that statement. I believe it was someone on um, MMA Fighting, one of their thousand shows, um, they said they believe if Gilbert Burns wins this title, he's going to be an extremely busy champion. God, I hope so. I think that the UFC is due for that. That's why everybody was so excited for Davison Figueredo and how he ended off the year because, you know, whatever it is, the three-week turnaround, um, that's unheard of. And I think that the UFC needs a champion like that that's constantly, constantly defending. And I think if Gilbert Burns can get through the insane pressure that Usman puts on, I think that he can be that champion. Once again, the rebooked fight, Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis. And then another rebooked fight. This is actually the second time these guys fight. Pedro Munoz against Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy Rivera is someone who really needs to work hard to get back up there. Uh, Bantamweight is a hell of, divi- a, hell of a division. And it's only going to get tighter now once TJ returns. Um, no matter what you think about him, TJ Dillashaw is a damn monster. Uh, I can only imagine how much time he's taken in these last two years to really heal up and sharpen his skills. I'm really looking forward to seeing TJ Dillashaw in the new year. But honestly, that's really it. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining me. Next week, we will be back with a full episode. I don't want to clog your ears with nonsense. There's so much shit going on in the world right now that uh, I think if I can give you 15 minutes to get away from that, I'm eternally grateful. And I hope you appreciate it too. 
Um, If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see you next week.